Join spiritual feminist and empowerment coach Joni Advent Maher for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, empowerment coach and spiritual feminist, Joni Advent Maher, and it is my great pleasure to welcome my dear friend and wise woman, Dr. Semarit Strawn, to join us today. Welcome, Semarit. Joni, what a pleasure. It's such a gorgeous day here in Minneapolis. It's indeed a celebration to be meeting with you. Mm, I couldn't agree more. Let me tell our listeners a little bit more about you. Semarit is a certified intentional creativity coach and a doctor who has been practicing for over 30 years locally and internationally. She was trained as a pediatrician and has worked for the last 20 years or so teaching children how to access their inner resources to achieve changes in their own health. Wow. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Samari. Thank you. Thank you, Joni. It's a pleasure to be here. Mm. So before we started the recording, we were talking briefly about the last six months of your journey with the feminine. And I would love if you could just share with our listeners what you had gone into with me. Thank you, Joni. Um, uh, as, a, um, as a coach, I'm actually going through quite a metamorphosis. On the one hand, wanting to expand beyond what medicine allows me to be and do in the healing realms, uh, but primarily pertinent to your podcast in um, thinking of myself as creating the business context and the business structure that can hold uh, and carry my work to the world. And you and I were sharing that about six months ago, I had done a particularly uh, courageous workshop and wanted to follow it up with a, an online course or an online learning community on the subject uh, when I became aware of a directive that was coming from inside myself saying, you can build it, but... I want you to build it with your tender self, your vulnerable self, your self that's always scared. I want that self to be in charge of this project. Mm. Wow. That blew me away, as you can imagine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, 30 years in the medical field, and I have a very well-honed, uh, one might say masculine self that projects, creates the goal, and mm. pushes right through whatever the obstacles 
including the inner terror about reaching that goal. I'm well honed in progressing that way. Mm, powering through. Powering right through, exactly. Uh, and the instructions were quite clear uh, that this time the game rules were changing. Um, it, it's, been, it's been extraordinary and life-transforming to pay attention and to follow those instructions, to keep welcoming deeper and deeper layers of what I think of as my small self or my scared self or my overly sensitive self, mm. um, you know, essentially my um, vulnerable self. And um, in the daily, weekly, and monthly practices to create room for her in the way I was progressing in this project, what uh, I came to after about six months um, is that she, in fact, is the core, the core center mm. of my most authentic power. Mm. And when that happened... Uh, it it was such a a place of peace because I no longer had to cloak myself with something other than my true self in order to do my work. If this is my power, well, that's the most basic elemental sense of myself with no apology. Uh, And wow, I, I can do that. I can work that way. Just as you were saying that, I could feel something unlock and open, like right in the center of my body. Mm-hmm. That idea of our core power residing or emanating from that place of deep vulnerability. Yes. Mm. And I know that you know, and of course our listeners may or may not know, that I've been certainly going through my own passage um, these last six months as well. And in fact, just last month my my mother died and I needed to put my father into long-term care. And so uh, just being brought to a level of both vulnerability and strength kind of side by side, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. coexisting, you know, feeling like the depths of the vulnerability and also just the unwavering strength and solidity um, has been profound. Yes, yes. And and, and just a slight... um, distinction you were saying the vulnerability and the strength side by side my internal experience was in the depth of the vulnerability that's where I found my strength Mm. they weren't side by Mm -hmm. side they weren't two different things Mm -hmm. it was I had to go deep enough it's a little bit uh like 
the ocean. I know you go to the ocean every year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go deep enough under the tumultuous waves, you find the greatest stillness. And that's my experience of these past six months. I had to go through wave and t- tumult and tempest of, of fear and terror and vulnerability. And then I got to a place in the vulnerability that was pure strength. Ah, yes. <laughs> hmm. I can feel the, the ease and the, it, it is in many ways like the essence of the flow, like that sense of what I call the sacred feminine flow is that it, it, it just takes me to that place that being underneath the waves and the surface um, tumultuousness, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. being in that fluid uh, but still place. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, the essence of the sacred feminine flow is that trust. Like when she spoke and said, yeah, we're going to do this project, but we're going to do it this way. And it was the antithesis of how I had lived my adult life, you know, for over, uh, what, five decades. Uh, there was no doubt in my mind. I, I said, yes, we'll, we'll go. So the trust in the flow, uh, it comes to mind as well. Yes, and I can just say that truly today's <laughs> today's recording is a is an act of that unfolding. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I certainly came to this call in a different state than I typically do. And, <laughs> and we we are in the midst of it as you're describing it, we're um living it as well. And but this is what your listeners are looking for, I think. Um, who, who is really living this way? If we're talking about listening to the sacred feminine, trusting the sacred feminine, throwing ourselves in the flow of the sacred feminine, it cannot only be for the good days, because I'm sure your listeners are facing what the entire planet is facing, actually, uh, the kinds of day that you're having today and the kinds of intense shifts that both of us have lived through the past this past year. Uh, and so I think your courage in showing up today, uh, the things that I want to, that I'm sharing about my past six months are to reassure your listeners that yes, we are sisters in the flow. And that means that we can perceive the voice of the feminine in the midst of the tumult and the tempest and that we 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 implicitly trust that voice and that flow especially in the hardest of times because nothing else will do yes absolutely yes Mm. So, is 
is there a connection or, or is there a way that this new form is supporting you in the other areas of your life, like your finances or relationship or, you know, just some of the concrete or the this new form that you're building related to your business? Can you talk about that? Yes, I, I, I do want to talk about it. Um, the, the first thing, <clears throat> excuse me, is in going from having been a physician for over 30 years to wanting to create uh, an independent coaching business, um, I had to face that transition that many women face between uh, being an, uh, an employee uh, and an entrepreneur. So uh, I know that often it's shocking to hear that a physician is an employee, but the days of the physician in private practice and um, being a, a, a small business owner are almost gone. You know, it's only a small minority of physicians that are able to have that lifestyle. So as a physician, I was actually uh, employed uh, during those 30 years. And the shift to becoming an entrepreneur uh, has not been easy for me because the business models out there are mostly male and and were wanting me to uh, approach the the business structure from a very uh, masculine, aggressive, exactly all of the things that I said the feminine, I felt the feminine asking me to drop uh, six months ago. So as I go more deeply into um, what I feel is the feminine in terms of that um, still voice, uh, what I can say is that um, every time I set a goal for how many coaching clients I want for the month, they appear. Mm. Um, uh, when I want to give a talk or a point in in fact the coming to this interview uh, I simply put myself in that position of saying to the feminine um, I want to serve and help me be at my most vulnerable help me be at my most um, ready to Pay attention to what the moment is calling for. And because that's in my nature, because this is something that feels very natural to me, then um, these, uh, these steps and miracles are showing up in my life. Uh, like the... Um, coaching clients uh, really almost appearing, you know. I don't want to make it sound like I sit on my couch and wait. Uh, <laughs> you know, we get, we, we get inspired to take action. And as I keep taking action, making this phone call, what I want to convey is that the phone calls are very fruitful. Mm. When I make them, the person is, is in fact ready to go. Or 
when I make them and the person that I'm talking to as a prospective client is kind of dancing a little bit and not quite ready to take action, I'm able to say, it doesn't sound like you're ready and move on as opposed to agonizing over making something work. Um, people appear that there's this woman who appeared in my life literally who has become a major partner in the work that I want to do around healing of um, medical mistakes. Mm. And the two of us um, are going to attend a national uh, conference on patient safety uh, in February in San Diego. And it, it, uh, these things, the feminine works in mysterious ways and the more I can be vulnerable and not not need to know what's gonna happen and the more the things that I need both for visibility and for income um, appear in my life. I don't know if that's clear enough, Joni, what do you think for your listeners to, to find it helpful? I do. I, the The only piece that I would underscore or perhaps tease out is the idea that that your experience seems deeply connected to your internal state of. I would use the word surrender. You might use a different yes. word, but but your willingness to uh, let go of that old template or way of pushing or coming from a will place. Absolutely. And the reason it's just such a joy for me is because I had become, through medical training, going to medical school and residency and all of that, I had become socialized in embracing the willful place as the place to go. But the longer I was using that as my way of being and my way of moving in the world, the more there was this gap inside of myself. It felt, um, it just felt so hard. And it felt as if I always had to push myself to go against my nature. So by nature, I am, uh, well, uh, to go against my nature. And this that you just named, and I'm grateful to you for naming it, that now I surrender and I am first and foremost looking for alignment with my inner world, my my true values. This feels like heaven. It's almost as if I pinch myself and say, it's possible to live this way, Mm. you know? And it's a joy because most of my life, and I think you might have felt the same, and many of our listeners can relate to this, most of my childhood, I was deemed weird. You know, <laughs> why, why are you so complicated? What's the big deal about this? You know, so I was too sensitive, too complicated, too, too doing things to other people in a way that was either weird or harder than it needed to be. And what I'm finding out in going to my deepest vulnerable place to make choices and to take action steps is that 
oh my God, that's, I've been waiting for this my whole life. Mm. It's even, as I said, it's even like unbelievable that you can build a business that way. And it's unbelievable just because I was told for so many years that I needed to be tougher. I needed to be everything that we get told um, in terms of the old model of how to make things happen. Yes. So by when you say it's unbelievable to imagine that you could tend to all those various needs or elements of your being or personality, is that what you're saying? I just, uh, I, it, I think what you said to me is my willingness to surrender. Mm. And I wanted to, 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 to fine tune it a little bit. It's not just my willingness. It's my willingness to surrender feels like coming home. Mm. It's, and it's unbelievable because, um, you know, I, in order to be a physician, I had to remake myself. I had to, you know, either chop off or suppress those parts of myself, the intuitive, the tender, the very caring, the, um, you know, those parts, the the very vulnerable, uh, those parts had to be um, ignored. Mm -hmm. And I was told in order to build a business, I, it would have to be the same, the same that I was told I needed to be when I was becoming a physician. And so that did not appeal to me. And when through this experience, I'm being told, surrender, do the tender thing, do the, the thing that is um, most uh, in accordance with what you feel inside, I feel uh, it's like somebody is handing me a gift. Of course, of course. So we've been talking about some various ways that you have really been trusting and surrendering, but is there a specific story or time that you can think of when you did trust your sacred feminine flow, whatever that looks like for you? Well, I, I will um, I will go back and tell the story about being at a networking event and uh, at the beginning of the day rec- recognizing a person. This is a person I had never met, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Spiritually recognizing a person, we made eye contact and connected. And at the end of the day, I was about out the door and she almost ran after me and and we began to talk and um, it's too complicated to go into in detail but I I, am a physician who made a medical mistake and has been wanting to bring out into the world some teachings around that and she happened to be the widow of a, of a man who had died from a medical mistake. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, we recognized each other as destiny partners. We just knew we had to teach together. Mm-hmm. So we met for a number of weeks, created a workshop 
when the University of St. Catharines um, here in Minneapolis was offered a request for presentations for their annual holistic health conference, we applied. We were given the go-ahead. I mean, we both presentations, so we a main stage presentation and a breakout uh, where I was going to do intentional creativity. So both of these were accepted. And 10 days before the, the conference was due to start, they canceled it. Mm. And I, I called my partner and I said to her, we have to do this. Mm. Uh, and so we rallied and um, uh, called or, or tapped into our, our personal networks. And on the um, scheduled date, we held this workshop at a library and had 27 participants show up. Wow. I, I, I don't, that's the feminine flow, Jomi. Mm. It was one of the most powerful mm. affirmation that this is at least part, if not the whole of my life's work, mm. um, because I kept following each one of these signs. Mm. And even when they canceled the conference, th this certainty that we had, that the, it wasn't we have to do the workshop. I called her and I said, my sense is that this workshop is ready and it wants to appear on our scheduled date and we're the only ones who can make it happen. So are you in? And she says, she said to me, that's not exactly the phone call I was expecting. <laughs> But there's a clarity in it. Yeah, let's go. Mm. And, and we did. Yeah. I, I'm just reflecting on all the stories, which I, I of course, am in a unique position because I've asked this question to many women and he mm -hmm. hearing all the stories. And they are just so beautiful and astounding. And, and yours is... is is as well. You know, I'm just struck by um, when we say yes to those impulses or those nudges or those places, it's, it's like amazing things happen. Yes. Amazing things happen. And the, the gift that I am certain those 27 participants received um, from that workshop I have no doubt that, that they were very rich and that they're, you know, continuing to ripple because it's such important work yes. that yes. you're describing. Mm. So we, we do need to start to bring this to some closure, but I, I wanted to ask you if there was some wisdom that you could share with your younger self from your vantage point today. What would that be? Mm, what a lovely, lovely question. So first I want to thank you for the question. And uh, I have my eyes closed and I'm really tuning in to my younger self. And what I find myself doing is holding her in my arms and saying, honey, who you are 
is so amazingly beautiful and has such a brilliant light. Who you are is so amazingly beautiful and brilliant. Let go into it. Do not allow anyone for any price, for any amount of security, talk you out of being who you are. The distinction that the world makes between being and doing is not relevant to you. You feel in your body the irresistible urge to be, and that's the way that you can serve me and serve the world. That's, that's, that's what I find myself saying to her. <laughs> brings tears to my eyes <laughs> yeah thank you yes I know my certainly all of my being my younger self and my current day self can respond to that wisdom mm -hmm. and truth and I trust that my our beautiful listeners can as well such a gift to have you here today. Mm, thank you. So if, if any of our listeners wanted to get in contact with you or learn more about you, how can they reach you? Oh, thank you for that. Um, I'm, I'm very uh, inspired to create a space to hear from your listeners. But the most, the easiest way is to uh, contact me by email. My email address is drsemerit at gmail.com. The doctor is abbreviated, so it's dr. Uh, and Semerit is spelled S as in Sam, E, M as in Mary, E. R as in Robert, I, T as in Thomas, uh, and it's at gmail.com. There is also a Weebly website that I have where people can have a, they, they can go there and, and be in touch with my energy, uh, and that's Ask Dr. Strawn, no periods, askdrstrawn.weebly.com. And they'll have a sense of um, uh, my approach to, to life and health and wellness. And um, there is a contact tab, so people can reach me through the contact tab at that website or simply by, um, by the email. I would love to hear from your listeners. And uh, I, in fact, have a dream of running a column where people would ask me their questions about life and health and well-being, and we'd have a we'd have a running conversation. Mm. So, I'm I'm welcoming your listeners to to get in touch with me. Beautiful. Mm. Well, I again want to say thank you for taking this time and sharing so generously of yourself. You're 
You're so welcome, Joni. I was just thinking, what a wonderful time this has been. <laughs> and, uh, and I thank you for the gift to my younger self. Um, yeah, yeah. She, she's cozying up and saying, huh, okay. <laughs> and I want to thank you, my dear listener, for being here with us today. And to remind you that until next time, always trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes.